Welcome back, people. It is episode 52 of the Taxi Squad podcast. We are here in person live giving it to you once again. If you're on the YouTube, you will see these beautiful foches in the flesh. High five. Yeah. We are back. We got a fair amount to get into, the strange and unusual. We got some college football talk, New Year's Six, exciting stuff, NBA talk, maybe a sprinkle of NHL. Hockey boys. Hockey pod. MLB's money spending problem. (laughs) And last but not least, what we do best, the NFL. Vince. I'm here. How are you? Oh, I'm so good. Happy you're here yet again. Oh. Uh, Merry belated Christmas to all. Happy yes. New Year's to all as well. Sorry about the Friday drop. You know how Christmas week works. Want to make sure we were together for this beautiful occasion. Yes. Um, a couple fun things coming down the line for these podcast listeners. We just finished the Taxi Squad theme song. So that's coming out next week with a nice little video being shot by yours truly. So if it's not professional... Uh, I love you, and also fuck you. Um, and we're gonna have we're gonna have fun with it. Uh, oh, yeah. But I'm looking, oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We got some cool things coming up next year. But thank you all for the support for this year, and upward and onward for next year, everybody. We are truly grateful, people. Thank you so much. We get the opportunity to do this. That's for sure. But before further ado, Without- the song. <laughs> It's epic. It is good. It's really good. And I hope everybody gets a big kick out of it. Gives a real big, like, 90s sitcom. Yes. Not to give it all away, but you guys are going to love it. I hope you do. And it's kind of strange and unusual. And to the (laughs) point, we have a strange and unusual to talk about. Uh, I actually got two, three to get into today. So without further ado, we're going to talk about the cornerback for the Las Vegas Raiders, a guy by the name of Jack Jones. Uh, who wins the dickhead of the NFL award? <laughs> um, this guy had a pick six of Patty Mahomes in Missouri, KC. Ran it back for a pick six. Mind you, this is Christmas Day. So you'd think giving and holidays and all of it. No, no, no. This guy decided to go full dickhead and fake out a young cheese fan to hand him the football. And then took it back and ran to the sideline like a complete dickhead. <laughs> I thought it was funny, dude. How do you think that's funny? Uh, I mean, it's Christmas. The Raiders don't beat the Chiefs ever. Chiefs fans, young Chiefs fan. That kid's never seen anything bad happen. I think Jack Jones is like, here's a little sprinkle of Grinch into your Christmas. He played the role of the Grinch. Wow, I think the Grinch is a important piece of the Christmas pie. Um, and I think it's funny, man. I think the Raiders should be able to get their clap back as much as they can because they haven't had the best year in the world this year. So I think it's funny. I do think like the kid's probably real sad. Um, and then I yeah. think he probably got over it pretty quick. Uh, I guess the mom of the young Chiefs fans backed him. Um, after he appeared to taunt her son by snatching a touchdown ball away from him, only to claim as an adult supporter tried to grab the ball instead. So supposedly it wasn't oh. the kid entirely. It was more so this other guy trying to grab the ball from him. Either way, he took it back. Um, and he's she's actually backing the guy and saying that he's not the Grinch. But regardless, I think it's funny that he is the Grinch. Of well, that's day. funny that the mom came to the rescue here to make him look like less of a dick. Yeah. She took the high road. Uncle Mike is not taking the fucking high road. Okay. <laughs> This is a dick move. You don't just do that in Chicago. I'll say just, that. No, in Chicago you get blasted. Absolutely, that shit doesn't happen. Yo. Even though, <laughs> even though Aaron fucking Rodgers has done shit like that to us in the past. Oh yeah, trolled us more than anybody he I've ever seen. He still owns us, sadly. Fuck him. 
He he didn't play all season. Anyway, though, thought it was a Grinch move. Clearly, the mom decided to come to his rescue. So I guess it's not that bad. But in my eyes, it's still pretty bad. Yeah, it's a kid on Christmas, my guy. It's a kid on Christmas. We're day. we're fans of the holidays here, oh, people. Yeah. You know, we're we're gift givers. We like to give. We don't like to take. Right. True. If it, it, and that's general lessons in life, you should always give. More than you take. That's what they say. It feels the better. Friendship okay. thing, you deposit. You only deposit more than you withdraw. It's like a bank. It's the same shit. So be nice to each other. Steal balls from fans. I'm on his side still. Rock on. Let's go. To the point, though, would you <laughs> much rather, and this is applicable to the episode, yep. but would you much rather give a gift or receive a gift? Uh, Give. Thousand probably. percent give. Yeah, I mean, I do like receiving, like, really cool shit, but oh, I try to put a lot of thought into it. I do get stressed out around Christmas. Yeah, I say too. this often, like, giving gifts is fun at the time that you give it. Going to find gifts when you don't know what to get somebody is one of the worst things in the world. Because um, then I just start getting real, real, like, anxious and shit. So, I'm happy once I actually buy them, and this Christmas was kind of easy for me, so I'll take it. Um, but, yeah, it is a little stressful going into it, I'm not going to lie. To that point... Would you much rather give an experience or a physical experience gift? every day experience every That's, day? I'm on that side, right? I mean, I'd much rather like if I'm going to let's go, let's go to like your favorite restaurant. Yeah. And in this instance today, one of Vince's Christmas gifts was fucking deli meat. Oh, it was so good. That's the most how Italian you, shit ever. Dude. That's how you know you're in a thick boy status. It's, it's so like, Italian. Well, it was actually Irish. But Jewish, still, if we're being I'm specific. just saying to it's give cor- somebody meats. Is an Italian thing. I gave Vince a half pound of corned beef. And I, I love it. And it's delicious corned yes. beef, for the record. Plugging 11 City Diner. Shout out to there that There it place. is. Chicago Deli. Just extreme. Just yep. outstanding. Recommend 10 out of 10. No doubt. Would go. Happy we got into that. Now, one <laughs> thing that the people of the great state of Texas and the great fans of Texas State yep. like to receive is alcohol. And I saw this, and it made me giggle. And I thought it was great for a strange and unusual. Okay. So the first responder bowl was a couple days ago. Not like anybody was watching that. Close to the potato bowl. We like our first responders, though. Or, oh, shout out to the first responders. <laughs> Without you guys, we're going to live in a safe country. Yeah, not 11 would have sucked. Yes. Now. Oh, God. <laughs> go on. <laughs> I don't know how many more traumatic Throwing events we quips. can go to. But the Texas State fans sold out the Gerald Ford Stadium of Alcohol Five minutes into the third quarter. Yeah. At the first responder bowl. Where was it at? I think it was in, where's Gerald? I think it's in Texas. One would assume it's Texas State versus Rice. Is Rice in Texas? Yes. Okay. I didn't know So I'm assuming here, now we're going to Google. Yeah. Where it is. This is going to be the Google. I got it. I'm going to go. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Okay. Vince always reminds me that I'm like uh, quite an elder millennial with my Googling ability. (laughs) Let's see who gets it first. It's totally in Texas. Yeah. I mean, it, they fucking messed them up, too, man. Oh, yeah. They, Holy moly. Yeah. I mean, it was not a game whatsoever. No. Uh, it was like 45 to 21. But you got to understand why. the. Oh, Texas... was at the Cotton Bowl. It was in Dallas. Oh, OK. So, yeah, just saying that it, it's definitely one of those situations where those people like to party. And I'm for it. But what kind of alcohol are they drinking? Is it all beers? Is it um, all bush lattes? Or... I would first like to ask how they knew it was specific to Texas te- or Texas State fans. They said about 26,000 showed up for the game, and the majority Ooh, were Texas State fans, wee. which is um, not a ton of people. My question is, why don't they have more? Do they really just mess up that supply and demand that bad? Well, 
this reminds me of that bowl game that they did in Ireland where Nebraska yep. played Northwestern. That was this year, and, surprisingly. It feels like it was so long ago. And Ireland sold, like, the, the stadium in Ireland, they, they were sold straight out of beer. Yeah, I mean, come on, Ireland. I know, like, there's probably more people there than actually live in the country of Ireland, and I am Irish, and I've been there a lot, so Yarr. no disrespect to them. Um, but there's probably a lot of people at that stadium. Most people are not Irish, is my assumption. Most people went there to kind of have a um, a trip or go back to their home, whatever. doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised they didn't have more either. I When we went over it initially, that was my first thought where I'm like, like how don't you Ireland this? should know this. Um, but, yeah, no, it is, it is akin to that. I will agree. If there wasn't – like, when did they stop selling beer? End of the third quarter? So, usually it's the – the, it's like the two-minute warning into the third quarter. They're okay. done selling alcohol, so the fourth quarter's out. So like at the, the seventh least, inning in baseball. at the least, it's like they didn't have to go that much longer than they had to initially. I'd be pretty pissed. I'm not going to lie. I'd be pissed, too. I feel like they were all probably wasted, or there was oh, like yeah. there was a select few that were very, very wasted. Um, but, yeah, I, would, I wouldn't be... One of the many Happy. joys, though, of going to, you know, a yeah. sporting event is to get a little tipsy, you know? Well, this I mean, is also the game that everybody's been talking about. Oh, yeah. This is the game everybody <laughs> wants Biggest to Biggest game to. this year. <laughs> I mean, maybe they needed the booze to get through it, right? Could have. Maybe they needed the booze to get through it, if, especially if you're a Rice fan. You're licking your wounds. But, hey, Rice won an NCAA baseball championship True. like a decade ago. Which is also what everybody's talking about, NCAA Every- baseball. Oh, yeah. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's talking about hey, it. Hey, when it's in the, when it's in clutch time, we will talk about that. I'm not even hating on that. But let's just say more people watch football than two, college baseball. Two obscure bowls back-to-back weeks. Look at us. Now, if you're watching a bowl game, especially this time of year, your face may have a beard on it. True. Because it's cold. Mine does. It's cold. But yeah, Vince does. But every now and again, he needs to tidy that thing up. True. Right? So if you're going to tidy up your beard or shave your face, go clean shave Mike like this guy in this side <laughs> of the camera, I would say use the wonderful brand and people at Henson Shaving. This part of today's episode is brought to you by none other than our friends at Henson Shaving. If you guys have been listening to the show for a while, you already know that we swear by Henson Shaving. We've been using them for months, and there really isn't a better product out there. The Henson Razor puts an end to shaving irritation and cuts while also making your skin feel comfortable and smooth. This razor is made by using CNC machines to aerospace standards. That's right. Rocket ships, people. That means it's made to very tight tolerances, meaning that the combination of how securely it's held and how minimally the blade is exposed delivers a smooth and safe shave no other razor can offer. It's literally one blade. Be be safe. Please be safe. They're very sharp. You twist on the top and you get to work. It's that easy. We remember the beard bet. You remember me shaving off the whole thing. If you need to watch somebody use it, go on my Instagram and check it out because it's really that easy. Cost ownership averages $88.20 every two years, which is essentially $177 less than normal cartridge razors. They're sustainable. It's precise. It's Henson shaving. It's got a nice weight to it. It's made out of metal. None of this plastic garbage. So please use the promo code THETAXISQUAD, T-H-E-T-A-X-I, S-Q-U-A-D, 
at checkout, and you'll receive a 100-pack of blades free with the purchase of the razor. So you go on the site, you add the razor that you're looking for, and then you add a 100-pack of razors, you'll get those for free. For most users, this amount of blades will last you two to five years, depending on how often you shave. So that promo code, again, is Squad at HensonShaving.com. Go check it out. College football talk. It is a wonderful time of year. Bowl season, baby. It's also kind of a sad time of year, if yeah. I am not going to lie, because this is uh, this is really the end. It, it is. It's the end of a great... My friends. <laughs> and now <laughs> the end is near. <laughs> but with that being said, it is truly a wonderful time to watch college football on the couch. You might be working. You might not be working. You could pretend to be working. I was doing that working. today for sure. You know, a lot of people are doing that right now. Yep. I'm, bl- I'm blessed at this time of year that I'm off. So, and it's one of the many times a year where I'm not on an airplane. So yep. I'm grateful. Uh, You're no, not at home though either. <laughs> no. I, well, this technically is home. It right? is true. I mean, Chi-Town. True, I mean, true, it's true. always home. Uh, that, you know, can't, uh, can't really get used to the weather anymore. And uh, I'm glad to say that I don't have to. Uh, but with that being said, I'd like to talk about my beloved USC Trojans. Mm. And the only thing I really have to say about this is Caleb who? Yeah. Caleb who? That's, if we're talking about the end of stuff, the Caleb William experience is over. It's over. For better or for worse? Um, I'm kind of ready for him to be out. You did, you are losing a Heisman at the end of the day. Yeah, we're losing a Heisman and he threatened any team that drafts me he wants 10% ownership and Impossible. all the happy bullshit. Oh, that's and then garbage. had a horrible end of season yep. after he said those quotes. So in a way, you know, I'm not a fan of my team losing because of quarterback play. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I think he kind of deserved what was coming to him after I agree. that quote. Wholeheartedly. Uh, will he be a Chicago Bear? Probably. Time will tell. <laughs> now, what I would like to discuss is the Holiday Bowl. The Holiday Bowl. Which you get poured eggnog on you at the end of a game, which I think is fucking disgusting. That is gross. Which it, Is there just, booze in it? I don't think so. There's no way, but if there was, imagine it like curdling up as you're walking uh, into the... <laughs> especially if like, gross, there's man. heat, and they played it in California, so it's probably like chili What's and... worse? Okay. Mayo Bowl or eggnog? Probably mayo. A little grosser, right? Yeah. Or, so... Don't they have like the same kind of things in them, except eggnog is cream? And mayo is oil. Mayo is more oil based. I mean, it's still dairy based. Yeah. Okay. Is an egg egg is dairy? Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. Is it? I think so. That's a fine line. Embrace the. Welcome bait. back Our- to dairy talk. <laughs> Welcome back to dairy talk. <laughs> We're, We're going to talk about dairy today. Everything dairy and how to make your own buffalo mozzarella. Yeah. Uh, are you do- Are you done? Are you done? <laughs> Anyways. You get eggnog poured on you, and Lincoln Riley acted like he just won the fucking national championship. Yeah. I just, I hate, just horribly. Uh, USC and USC fashion definitely yep. eclipsed the over. Uh, it was 42 to 28. Who USC won. I'm going to bury this lead, though. Uh, to the point, Caleb who? Yep. Miller Moss. Yes. Most Caucasian name of the century. He definitely came from Oklahoma, did he? He's an absolute dog is what he is. Miller Moss is not from California. He's from the South. He has to be. He has to be. With a name like Miller Moss. No doubt. You are from some southern country. Country. State. If you were in the UK, it'd be country. But with all that being said, 372 yards, six touchdowns, no interceptions. Yeah. This kid had a day. Quite a game. You love to see it. It gives me hope, you know? They're playing Louisville, who we've talked about ad nauseum on this podcast because of that brutal loss that Jack Plummer handed up to me 
in the middle of the year. So it's nice to see that the Taxi Squad fortune has moved over to you and you actually won this game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, is he the starter next year then? Is that the thing? Or so, you guys have a new guy coming in, right? There's a lot of reports that the quarterback from Kansas State is yeah. looking to transfer and he's in the transfer portal and he's in heavy discussions with the none other than Lincoln Riley, okay. uh, which this defense needs to succeed. And I think Lincoln needs to prove that he can be a full-blown program leader because right now he hasn't proved any of that. Yeah, I feel like the view of the offensive genius of Lincoln Riley is starting to grow a bit sour. Yeah. Just a touch. Well, I it's the lack of defense. It's constantly this lack of defense. You know, when he was at OU, there was groundwork. That Stoops led him into. Yeah. There was a defense. The expectation was, was already there. Culture, I think, is the biggest word. The Grinch man? Speaking of holidays. Yeah, he's out. He is out. Uh, he, I mean, those OU defenses weren't good, though. No, they weren't. They were just all. not as bad. They they were pretty shitty. Because USC's mean, defense was really bad this year. Norman Nate. Not to, not to like hail on it, but they were fucking bad. Norman Nate was more excited for that than anything I've seen any recruit roll through there yeah. since Caleb Williams. He was so jacked about fucking Alex Grinch. I'm like, really? Yeah. And I think everybody was hyped because he was Ohio State guy. going to bring the Big Ten mentality. Big you bring Ten in defense. Venables. Venables a defensive guy. Yeah, Venables now is exciting. Yep. Uh, I think, though, the SEC is going to be a big... Big old, um, big old wake up call for OU and Texas alike. Yep. I don't know. Texas is pretty good. We'll get into that. Yeah. I got a whole, I got a whole thing going okay. into that. I'm but, just saying, I put them in my final four at the beginning of the year, and you said no chance. Okay. And look at us now. Okay. Who would have thought? Right. Time, time the fuck out. Who would have thought? Look no, at no, us no. now. Who would have no, thought? No, 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 no. Who would have right. thought? So you're going to sit here and tell me that Georgia shouldn't be in over Texas, even though Georgia kind of lost like a black swan. Hey, game I've Atlanta. always said, let the guys choose. They're always right with what they decide. I've never had any issues with how they put the four together. It's never been a problem for me. Um, and I just think that they made the right decision again. And I'm happy that they did that. Okay. Well, to that point, <laughs> Georgia's going to play Florida State. Yes. And Florida State's already coming out squawking, saying that they should deserve to be a national champion and all this happy good For shit. Sure. I don't disagree. I, I mean, yeah, that that's the biggest and for anybody that hasn't listened before, that was obviously sarcasm. I had a, yeah. I had an issue with it initially just because of Florida State not getting in, um, even if they don't have their quarterback, which we spoke about a couple weeks ago. Um I will say that this will be a fun game. I don't know who's playing for more clout, just credibility, I guess, because Georgia on one hand is like, hey, we've won the last two. We think we deserve to be in there. Like we lost essentially one game and it screwed us. And then you have another team that never lost a game, lost their quarterback. And then the guys were like, well, let's make a decision based off of them losing their quarterback, even though the fact that they lost them didn't necessarily affect the next game because they won that anyway. They didn't play a real team all year, Vince. I No, I'm with you, but I'm just saying if, if that's where the decision's going to flip on itself, like if Jordan Travis was in, they're in. That's not regardless, a doubt. That's re not a doubt. Regardless if they won the game the same way. They just are at the helm of their shitty conference. Yes, but I'm just saying if, if, they, being if they won their last game the same way that they won it with Jordan Travis, they're in. I agree. So the only the only independent variable there is the quarterback. Are we going to start seeing more like throwaway games 
you know, for example, if you know you have a competent backup, because Jordan Travis, I think they were playing like Georgia State. Yeah. And literally like his horrific injury. It depends on how you function. If it's a team that needs reps, then no. But like if you have a like even USC, man, like if they were better on defense and they were like, well, we can sit Caleb Williams a couple times and he's going to be fresh yeah. for the hard games, I wouldn't. The player, I, the dog mentality is probably like, no, put me in the game. Sure. Um, also, if they want to win Heisman's, there's probably also an argument there that like, hey, I need to get my stats up as much as I can. Um, but I, as far as like a health and safety thing, like as much as we hate on the NBA, like LeBron James isn't playing against the Detroit Pistons. Well, that's true. <laughs> you know? I, I think you could start seeing more of an, quote, yeah. load management yeah. theory happen towards the end of the season if you know you have a dog. But granted, to your point, there's so many other variables yeah. there that may tie in where you're looking at it and going, okay, well, if he's gunning for a Heisman, which right. to your point, Jordan Travis was. Oh, yeah. And he was looking like the second coming of Caleb Williams slash like he, he reminds Jayden me Daniels, more of obviously he reminds me more of Justin Fields. And I, I don't get yes. me going on the Heisman talk this past season. I, <laughs> I do believe Michael Penix deserved. We went into that ad nauseum. I believe I won the argument. Trophy, so. I still believe it. Fight me. Jaden Daniels for the last two months. I was like, he's the Heisman. And you're like, fuck you. And he's not going to do shit in the NFL. That's not what a Heisman is. That isn't what a Heisman is. <laughs> a Heisman is somebody that elevates their team to the next level, and yep. that's what Michael Penix does. Yeah, shout out to say. Tebow. Hey, Tebow got his team to a national title. He went to the NFL playoffs. I'm a big Tebow guy. He's on, yeah, my, I mean, he's, on hey, my, he's on my sleeper fantasy team. Tebow for, won for more playoff games than like all the Bears. Many, <laughs> many Bears quarterbacks. The majority of the Bears quarterbacks. I mean, yeah. I think what? Jay Cutler had three or four. Yeah, Cutler's got him beat. Obviously, Jim McMahon's got him beat. Uh, don't get me. Going. I don't know how many other quarterbacks outside of that don't have him beat. Don't get me going on Bears quarterback talk. Trubisky's tied with them. Trubisky <laughs> might be tied, which is a joke. No, they're not because they lost the first game of the playoffs uh, that year. The double doink. <laughs> the double doink. Don't bad. want to even get it. How does it? It always turns into. It Bears always talk, does. Right? It's bad. It always turns um, into really sleepy Bears. I'd talk. like to bring up the Sun Bowl. Okay, what happened? We with got the, Sun the Bowl? Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. No, it's Third tomorrow ring. slash today. Because okay. we're releasing this on Friday. It's a Friday show. I think this is going to be a fun game. You're going to hate on it because Notre Dame's in it. I get it. Oh, God. Of Oregon State go. at Notre Dame. Okay. Obviously, obviously, we're not getting my boy Sam. He's not coming it's gonna in. It's going to be three points scored. Um, <laughs> I think, actually, I think it's going to be a fun game. I mean, there's a lot of defense. You're going to get a whole lot of defense yeah, across the board. Like two points scored. The you whole also game. don't know who's going to be able to score um, because Mr. Hartman isn't playing. I get that. So I'm interested to see how this team functions without him just because he did seem to have issues with big games this year. Um, and also, this is a fun middle-of-the-day game. Oh, this is a fun Friday a game. great middle-of-the-day game. If you're just kind of jumping around yeah. or you're just hanging out, maybe you go to a local sports bar or your local watering hole and watch a, a low-scoring game. Because Tony I the Tiger, dude. It's a very great bowl. <laughs> uh, but with all of that, yeah, I, I don't. I don't get really excited. You know, I guess if it's just on, you have it on. It's hard to get excited for games that don't matter. That's true. Especially when players are like, this doesn't matter. And you're like, well, if you don't care I just, and I don't care, then who's who going to start a quarterback for Notre Dame? I don't, I don't know, know, but the odds are overwhelmingly for Notre Dame. And, 
What's that? Because they both play defense. But DJ right, but I'm, isn't in right now. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, like, who is playing quarterback on either team? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to end up working out. I, everybody's picking Notre Dame based on how they played with Sam Hartman. Hey. Um, but at the end of the day, it's hey. like, it could be a lot different. What? Notre Dame will start Steve Angeli. Hey! How you doing? God damn, the Irish and How Italian comes together, Steve dude. Angeli. That's literally done for me. The yeah. Irish and Italian come together. That's how you make this kind of prime Italian beef over here. You throw a little corned beef in there, too, you and you call a it a day. beef in there. Steve Angeli. How you doing? How you doing? He's getting the start for them. And then, uh, you know, looking at the other side of the football, I don't know. They're, they might start uh, me. I don't. I don't know who they're. They're starting red shirt sophomore Ben. I can't even go. Go Branson. Not Italian. Not, not Italian. Italian. So this will be the only day Michael is rooting for Notre Dame. Hey, in a let's long go. Time. Hey, How shout you out. Shout out while we're on the topic of college football. Rocky Lombardi fucking yes. balled out. Congratulations, dude. Shout out to Rock doing what Rock does and being a fucking rock for his team. Kid balled out. I think he had like four touchdowns. We know. And you know that we love ourselves some NIU football because of Mr. Rocky Lombardi. Oh, yeah. Um, what is it? The Camellia Bowl? Yeah, it Whatever was uh, that played is. on Christmas Eve. He went out. He balled yep. out. That's great. 200 yards, TD. Anything else that happened didn't happen. That was just – that was it. So we are good to go. You look good. Shout out Rocky Lombardi. Um, and you're our favorite. You are the goat. Of you're the this original year's. Tommy DeVito. You're the reason that – you're the reason for the season, right. Rocky. You're the reason – that NIU was semi-relevant this season. True. Fun fact, you know that kid was a state wrestler? Really? Yeah. Turned quarterback. State wrestler turned quarterback. I would have Fun expected fact. I would have expected like a How? lineman or No, no, no. He was a state wrestler and not only that, but hopefully one of these days a guest on the Tax Squad podcast. True. Anyways, as we look forward to this, we got the New Year's 6 games yep. going on. What's like you know, other than the prototypical, you know, you love you love your your Golden Domers. Yeah. What's like your game that you're looking forward to the most out of all of them? We're obviously looking at the games that mean something because we are looking at a national championship in the near future here. Sure. Um, something about the Rose Bowl, my friend. Something about Bowl. it gets me excited, gets me pumped up. Um, so I gotta say. If I'm doing anything, I'm going towards the Rose Bowl here. Um, ah, this is so hard, man. The way that Milrow ended up coming together at the end of the year, it's really – Alabama looks so good. Michigan, I think, knows that Harbaugh's probably gone after this year. I'm, I'm so confident he's leaving now. Oh, yeah. More confident than I ever have been. Um, so he's probably out, meaning that they're going to be playing their asses off for this last – here McCarthy's also essentially playing to see how well he's going to fare in the NFL as well so um Milrow supposedly told not to play in the game really for some reason I think he's playing there's um, not a doubt that he's playing but you know he he laughed at them and he was like I'm playing this game absolutely if you're playing for something if you're looking for a boost in your draftability whatever it is on IL availability whatever maybe you should be playing these games um, January 1st, 5 p.m., I am going to hesitantly pick Michigan. <laughs> you got Alabama for sure. Yeah. Okay. And the only reason I say that. Hesitantly. The only reason I say that is because Michigan hasn't seen an opponent like this all season. True. 
And when you're playing uh, one of arguably the best teams in all of college football. Yeah, but only right until now. those last five weeks. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter I'm with if it's you. the last five uh, there's weeks. There's obviously issues with them, though. It's not like they're a perfectly molded team. I don't have the name, but uh, a DB for um, Bama. Kool-Aid McKinstry? Out. I think it might be him. Could be, dog. He, um, <laughs> he came out in the public and basically said they were asking him about preparation for the game. He said Michigan's really difficult to prep for because they steal signs and they cheat. Ah. Um, so, oh, I did see the the iPad thing. What's the iPad thing? So, And I think you might have sent this to me. They, I could have. I sent them a They lot. don't allow people to use their practice iPads, the ones that they were looking at, like plays that they've done in the past. Yeah. Before the game, I guess like an hour before the game or something like that, because of Michigan, which is really? piss, which is pissing off Alabama people as well. So I could also see that the, like the integrity of the game fight that they might end up doing this year, but I don't know, man. It just seems like every time I watch Michigan, they're just fast and big and can just fly. Yeah, especially when they play fucking bowling. I'm with you. Great. I'm with you, but it's you great. can only you can only look at it in comparison to what they played. Like, I don't know. There's no other way to look at it critically. Like, it's, this isn't well, going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be a defensive game. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But either that or it's going to be an absolute blowout. And Jalen Milrow figures it out. And If he give, can run and then also throw 50, 60-yard bombs that just somehow land in guys' hands again, then it will be a blowout. Oh, I, I don't know <laughs> if it's necessarily going to be that. I like, think it'll I be it closer can. than we expect. <laughs> But I do believe Bama leaves this game simply also based off of uh, <laughs> how the players reacted when they saw they had to play Bama. Yeah. On the Michigan side. They of were scared. They looked like dogs tucking their tail. And it, that's yeah. a real issue because you don't want to go in there with anything besides confidence. Do I think Harbaugh ended up instilling that into them in the time that they've had in between it? Oh, yeah. Um, but that could also be an issue, which I agree with. Harbaugh. Similar to a Saban, shows up, and within an hour, the culture is built, right? For sure. Saban, in my opinion, though, figures it out with what he has Saban's more so than any coach. better with college players. Yeah. I think we figured that out. Very obvious, because he sucked in the NFL, but I feel like whatever he's well, able to do, he's able to— And this isn't a slight against him. I just think that his skill set is based— in college football, he he can get what he needs out of like I feel like Harbaugh's a catch-all, like he can get most out of anybody. Well, Saban can NFL. get everything out of young guys. Well, I think Saban, being a defensive coordinator in the NFL yep. with Belichick and that whole union and how f close those two are, and that's why you see a mm -hmm. lot of Bamba players yep. get drafted to the New England Patriots. Why you see that culture thing work, but. To your point, I do believe the father figure thing is there oh, yeah. with a Nick Saban, and that is why he is so successful year over year is because he brings these guys in. He is kind of your coach, your dad, your, your everything. Yeah. And he instills that work ethic. Harbaugh has got the guru thing to him. Harbaugh's got the guru thing. He's not his dad. But making, like, sure, you know. making sure guys don't eat chicken. Yeah. No, they eat chicken now, though. They, he would changed he, up on that. Yeah, I think it's hysterical <laughs> that he would say, no, don't eat it because uh, it's an anxious bird. It is. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, I think that's hysterical. But I don't think that there it's is like me a when I get whiskey, Dick. Anxious, anxious bird. <laughs> All right, go on. <laughs> 
It's happened to the best of us. Passer. It has. It has. It has. Now, with all of that being said, you're like, God damn it, you just let that thing in, just yeah. half mass, and just go for it. <laughs> and you just sick. hope for the best. It's an anxious little bird right there. I'm sweating, <laughs> hoping it ends up working at some point. <laughs> Blood's going to the wrong place. Oh, no, it's broken. Oh, man, this always derails in some fun way. Yep. Anyways. Sugar bowl? Sugar bowl. <laughs> I think we're separated on this one, too, because you're so anti-Texas. Oh, Texas is not even going to have a chance. I don't know. Okay, what's your argument? Um, I think Texas might have a chance. I don't think they're going to win this game. I like to make that clear. No shot. Um, I do think that if the big guys show up, they have a chance. They're going to have to score, and they're going to have to score early. And I don't know how this defense is going to fare against a Pac-12 offense. So I'm weary for sure. I want Texas to win because that would be fun. Um, I certainly didn't take them to win the championship this year. I took them to get to this point and then lose. Um, but I would like to see them win because there's something about Texas and the national championship that just gets me all giggly. I think the line on this is hysterical. Right now, uh, it's minus four. And when the odds first came out, it was minus. Oh, Texas? Yeah. Right now, Texas is favored. 69% of the money is on Texas. Oh, my God. That's just just fandom. It has to be fandom. It has to be. And They haven't played better than Washington this year. If I'm a betting man, I got Washington all night. Hammer it. I got Penix doing what Penix does, bringing the big Penix energy, Mm -hmm. as I think Ryan Clark stated. Um, and not only that, but I think uh, Roma Dunze might be the closest thing to Jamar Chase we've seen in college football since okay. the none other Jamar Chase. Now, Quinn Ewers, a lot could say that, you know, he, he may go, he may not go, he may stay. What is your opinion on that? Because, you know, he's playing in this game. There's a lot on the line. Do you think he stays is, at Texas? Are you at, okay, you're asking if he leaves this year? Yeah. I don't Yeah. Think- yeah, he's gone. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, what is the benefit of him coming back next year? Let me paint a picture. Okay. What if you know they're really high on Arch Manning? Yep. They want him in. The money's on Arch. Why wouldn't Quinn just transfer again and go to play at Bama or go play at you think? Ohio State or go play for a Big Five yeah. conference team and? He would be now a you're... really enticing player to have oh, hell yeah. in a transfer portal, especially after the year that he had. Um, what's I his feel pro like comp his, in your his eyes? Value, what's his pro comp? Yeah. Ah, boy, I don't know. He's got that like young quarterback style that is interesting to me. He gives me real big Jay Cutler vibes. Big yeah. arm, mobile enough, athletic Susceptible enough. to bad decisions. Yeah. Throw yeah. some picks. He's yeah, he's mobile enough. That's a really good way to put it. I kind of made a glass though. I like the Cutler thing. I do, but I think like there's a huge ceiling to floor separation there with him. Sure. Like he can be anywhere. He's so fucking talented, obviously, just the way Jay Cutler was. Um it's also hard playing for Texas. And I think he's done a pretty good job overall. He's got the booger either. Once he cut the hair, though, I was like, ah, he's lost some of his magic. It's like he cut off the magic he had in his He body. cut off the magic mullet. Yeah. The magic mullet, MM. Now, I would say this. You know, Penix, overall, I think everybody is highly undervaluing him. 
Um, right now, the line came out favored for Washington in the beginning. Now it's all Texas. Yeah. So I believe this is, to Vince's point, a lot of fandom and a lot of There's analysts. There's so many Texas fans, dude. Like they, They're just probably betting on their guys because they want to. Well, uh, that's why you bet. But logic. I know, but if you're not looking at it like maybe Washington wins this. They're just like, I love Texas and I hope they win, so I'm going to put 100 bucks on them. You know? Here's where Texas, in my eyes, has to be better. They have to be better in the middle. Yeah. Right? Pause. But <laughs> it's true. They got to be better up the middle. So if they put the pressure on Penix up the middle, they will most likely win this game. Now, if they don't, now, granted, you have some all-state, like, O-linemen with Washington right now who are playing lights out. Yep. I don't think there's a chance in hell that Washington doesn't win this game. I think they got to dominate the ball, too. I wouldn't give Washington the ball unless I have to. Um, I know I said they have to score, and, like, both teams are going to score a lot. Washington's a dominant offense. I think Texas kind of would prefer to have Bijan and Roshan Johnson right now. Oh, um, I mean, Jonathan Brooks is good, obviously. I'm not going to say it. They're kind of like a running back factory, more or less. Um, but I think one. I think having those those two guys on the team would help really, a little bit. I shouldn't say becoming one because you think about Ricky Williams, you think about Priest Holmes. True. You think about guys like that. Priest Holmes, dog. Now, Roshan Johnson has done a very serviceable job in the NFL being mm -hmm. a Chicago Bear. Vince and I talked a lot about that pick. We like that pick a lot. Yep. Still do to this day. But I think overall, and and my, my money's still on those two, is 1,000% we have an Alabama-Washington Nationals Championship, and it's going to be a hell of a game. I'm very excited for a Michigan-Texas. Biggest turnout so for a championship both, game all time. We're both on the opposite sides of the yep. fence here, people. A little more weary are, on the Texas pick. What, but. Do, what do we bet on this? What Do we what, do we do we make a bet? Uh, do we make a, do we wager a little sprinkling of something fun? We're not going to see each other for a while probably, so... Why? You're not flying out for baseball? It's true, but that's going to be in like March. Um, yeah, more like February, but I don't know. I think we're going to have to think about that. We can right. announce that. We're announce that. We're on going to announce media. that before the national championship yep. game, and Vince is going to be eating some crow. But. Let's see. I lose every other bet on this thing, but it's okay because at least I love being here and I love you guys. And you're you the best. shave again? No. Not going to shave. Not doing again. it again. Not shaving. I'm it not again. doing it again. Appearance is everything. Ooh, you know? this would be a fun one. Okay. You have to shave your your fun pieces Kay. with a Henson razor. Oh, ah, no, 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 no. Come no. on. How am I even going to prove that I did that? I don't know. Give give the audience the brain. You guys want to <laughs> <laughs> give the audience the brain. Onlyfans.com slash taxi See? squad. <laughs> this is how we plug the OnlyFans. No, I'm not. I'm not going to do that because I'm just going to be – it's going to be a bloody mess. It's going to look like the fucking oh like God. Red Massacre down there. Oh, yeah. It would definitely look like not something good. out of a horror movie. Not good. It's very sharp and it's very good for the face, but I don't think it's very good don't. for the really delicate skin of a ball sack. <laughs> so I'll leave that there. Either way. We'll discuss. We, we will <laughs> discuss. Maybe by the end of the podcast we have a new wager. Now, don't have a ton of NBA topics, but hey, who'd have thunk it? We're playing basketball. We're talking basketball. Basketball don't copy is my favorite Don't copyright sport. us. 
like the way, I like the way they dribble up and down, down the court. Uh, speaking of, a guy that was playing in the league when that song came out, Stephen Kerr. Love him. Calls out the refs for horseshit foul calls, quote unquote. Love it. Um, I have a problem with how they're legislating the defense out of the game. We are enabling players to BS their way to the foul line. I think who he's this, right. Uh, who, who, who reminds you of this type of rhetoric when they speak about the modern NBA? Who does this quote remind you of? Who says this a lot? About the modern NBA? Yeah. Uh, not you. No. Um, no. Can't think of anyone. No, it's fucking no, I mean, me. you're not alone in that. I think it's I, I a lot of people booty. believe that it got a little candy ass, and I get that. God, um, it's been. One thing about the Warriors, which I will give them credit for, is there was a long time, and this is kind of what he's saying, too. There was a long time in the NBA, especially with the James Harden thing, with this big step back, and, oh, he hit me on my way back. But, like, obviously you were fading into them. A lot yeah. of that got made its way out for sure that was an issue and his argument here is like players are getting smarter and they know how foul calls get called just like soccer they're gonna fucking put the theatrics in there and it's gonna be the same idea so i agree with them wholeheartedly the warriors were never doing that kind of stuff when the hardened stuff was going on steph curry wasn't leaning into people i mean he was to a point but it wasn't as bad it wasn't as egregious i think too to put on this and not to take away from this argument but the Warriors are not having a good time right now. <laughs> like, Draymond's not playing. Steph Curry's not playing well at all. They take an L on Christmas Day. Klay Thompson has not been himself. He lost his three points somehow. It's like someone came in and stole it from him like a monster or some shit like that. So Stole his talent. I think this is like everything's kind of coming to a head with a team that's been good for a long time, and now they're having issues. And this is kind of how a coach is supposed to do it, have your guys' backs, figure it out, beginning of the season kind of deal. Um, but are is the NBA going to change the way that they referee everybody? I'm not entirely sure about that. Well, I think this is good verbiage for somebody well-respected in the NBA to discuss. One of the most respected. Right. So he needs to discuss it. Moving the football. He's fixing it. Bears. Anyways. Bears. If you're looking at this right now, I think we need more people, maybe like a pop to come out and say similar things. No, he's just going to get mad at people booing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Stop being fans. Stop being fucking fans, will ya? That was crazy. In hindsight, I mean, I thought it was kind of okay that he did that. In hindsight, it was so stupid. It's so lame. It's so lame. How dare you boo a former player? You can't do that. Bullshit. Anyways, you don't get to tell people what to do, Greg. I think him coming out and saying this could be a motive to change. Maybe, and but maybe this isn't Silver... the first time, dude. This isn't like a new idea. No. This is when I think, again, they were talking about it with the Harden thing. They made my, many adjustments where like officials were like, all right, that was egregious. We're not going to call that. True. But there isn't like an inverse penalty call for that. So if right. they're trying, and I know soccer tried to do this with like the delay of games from people faking injuries and shit. Oh, soccer is the worst. Because, um, yeah, but it's essentially moving in the same direction, especially if this becomes worldwide. That's like a front of mind thing for guys that, you know, play basketball after being soccer fans their whole life. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this isn't a new idea. This isn't a new thing that they're coming up with. I think it's valid that he's bringing it up and they might make tiny little changes. But at the end of the day, it comes up to the refs actually making those calls or not. A thousand. But it, he even led into the fact that maybe it's the way they're being trained. It probably across is. Across the board. It's how they're being trained. Yeah. And it's 
starting to catch up with the game where this is why you see 127 to 115 every night. I don't know. People are just launching threes. Well, yeah, because you can't Go play back and look at the saying. scoring. Yeah. Well, what are they going to bring 25 back? 25 like, years ago. Are you, can you start checking people again? <laughs> I love that game. I did too. I liked I that. I loved when people were fighting in the NBA. It was they, a man They sport. wanted to make it a more free game, and then the early 2000s came, and it kind of lost its popularity. It gained it a lot in the early 2010s. Because of and, like, they're trying, And people like scoring, man. But at some point, we're going to get like a 200-fucking-point game, and it's going to be insane. Oh, we're we're going like, to get one this season. I will I put good money I don't think this season, in. but I do no? think it's going to happen in the near future. Well, I mean, you get two teams that just score a ton and play no defense. I yeah. Mean. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, yeah, I'm just saying in general, like if the Phoenix Sun, well, not them, bad. Bad example because they're not very good right now either. But um, that, that theory doesn't work anymore. You can't build it with three megastars anymore. You no, that's can't. done. You just can't. That's finished. It's I, not even a That's thing one anymore. thing I like. You need a more well-rounded team these days. So Yeah. With bad things come good things, and that's the NBA. And speaking about good things, yeah, let's talk about uh, the man, myth, baby legend in this wonderful sports yeah. town of Chicago that ends in it all, the Connor Bedard, the savior of the Blackhawks, Vince repping his Blackhawks gear right now. You all know we're puckheads. You all know we're hockey hells. Oh, yeah. That's how it goes. Oh, we yeah. love hockey. I will say I have watched a decent amount of hockey recently because I am – intrigued by them and the bulls are the fucking worst so i was like well how am i gonna get my fandom out i'm gonna watch this young phenom that we have and he is everything that has been advertised and more first off wayne gretzky fucking loves the man wayne gretzky is always like my expectations for him were here he's already surpassed it oh does that kind of worry me yeah, because you don't want to get all that shit in the first 20 games and then it's understand that he's got another 15 years in the NHL and how is that going to end up working out? Um, but I do think that he is adjusting to the NHL really well. There was obviously all that hubbub with you know, the guy getting kicked off of the team and was his mom involved and all that shit. You didn't hear a word from him. He was very professional the whole way. Mind you, he's like 8, 17. 18 right now somebody allegedly was banging his mom that wasn't true though but like it ended up coming out that way and he didn't react to it you know the way that some people would right um in the same way it's like guys are going out and like i saw a story before it was like guys are going out and partying like does he feel alienated guys on the team are like staying back and like hanging out with them playing cards with them watching film whatever it may be so like there's adjustments going on that make his situation even better which is good here's a stat so first off sick play Sick play the other oh, day. The behind the back. Behind goal, the goal. Just... Lift the puck up. Top right. Sorry, not again. Big not puck heads. Pod. Good we puck heads. Know. There's a term for that. I don't know what it is. Top I'm sorry. Top shelf, I think. Top shelf. Top that sounds, shelf. That sounds right. Welcome How you back doing? To the hey, top shelf. How you um, doing? Sick ass play. So a lot of people were sharing that. That was fun. Patrick Kane in his rookie year, because there's a lot of comparisons going into that. Patrick Kane is rookie year. 21 goals in 82 games. Connor Bedard currently 15 goals on December 27th. You got to remember this is going to go for another four months. He's probably going to destroy that. couple caveats. The team is way worse than it was when Patrick Kane joined the Hawks. Yeah. They had Seabrook. They had Taves. They had others. I think Duncan Keith was already on the team as well. Oh, yeah. Um, so Four three was there. You're going to lose. You're going to lose some options to go score when you have that situation because obviously Taves is going to put the 
football and then that. And you got other guys you got to feed It's called to. a puck, Vince. Sorry. What the fuck, Vince? It's called a puck. He's going to so put the sports. ball in the net. I'm sorry. He's going to put the ball they're, in the net, people. They're playing, floor, they're playing floor hockey. Um, no, so, I mean, obviously the opportunities are lesser in a team that is a little more talented or a team that's trying to grow. Um, regardless of that, he seems like he's adjusting well. He seems like he's very good. Um, and I think we actually have somebody that we can build around, and I'm hoping that continues. I think he is ultimately the savior of the franchise. Oh, yeah. Um, the Blackhawks continue to make a mockery of themselves with how much news that comes out negatively. That about isn't that. about hockey at all. Yeah. Um, and a lot of fans out there think uh, St. Louis and all these guys got chipped on a player like Bedard because yeah, of that. I disagree. I think there's uh, a lottery luck. for a reason, people. Correct. Correct. Also, I'm... why are you gonna send Connor Bedard to St. Louis? Nothing against St. Louis, but it's not Chicago. <laughs> no, <laughs> what are we in, doing? No. Yeah, I was just <laughs> in St. Louis last week. I got news. It ain't no Chicago. It's cool, but it's not Chicago. <laughs> Nothing really is this great city. Yeah, and it has its times where it's not the greatest, but it's fun. Yeah. Now, with all of that being said, um. Let's bridge to a sport with an actual ball, Vince. Yes. A sport that we love a lot. They baseball. definitely put the ball in the net on this one. They um, put the ball in the glove. Well, there's a net at Wrigley, I guess, so you can count that. There's a want. net? Yeah, you know, above, like, the brick, they put a net in there that catches balls. It's called a basket. Oh, a basket. There you go. Yeah, leave it's it to the Cubs. It's got a net, though. Leave it to the Cubs to call it a basket <laughs> at the ballpark. Underwater basket. Yeah, I'm going to hit it. I'm going to hit a... I would like to I would like to make it known that Mike is staying next to Wrigley. Shut up. Mike is sleeping closer to Wrigley than Shut I up. ever have. I, so if he oh, ever hates you. on me again, no. he's he can you look at the for almost he can years. fall asleep and look at the field. Shut up. So am I the bad guy anymore? Hey. I don't know. Wifey is a Cub fan. Okay. okay and she's loving it right now. I'll be now. single forever because I will and, not concede. <laughs> and I'm just saying that, you know, it's cool, it right? Is cool. It is cool. You I look out you your your window. It's a yeah. Marriott property. Had a lot of points. So it's like end of year. You might as well use them, those things. I mean, what the fuck? All right. Right? I mean, in my opinion, it was just like, well, we're in town. We spent the night. Last night, running around the city, yeah. we live in the engagement. It's been wonderful, uh, but now it's definitely time to, you know, get get on this side of the fence. Yeah. And it also is very convenient that I'm two blocks yeah. from this young gentleman yeah. and this great fence. Kidding aside, it is very cool to see that at the top, yeah. and it's like a pretty unique view for a yeah. hotel. So Yeah, it, it yeah. is. It is. You know, if you did that on the south side... The rooms would be $50 a night, <laughs> and they'd hand you a fucking flak jacket walking through the door. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, yeah, you want to see the ballpark? Hey, okay. never forget the Fat Flaps shooting of 2023. Oh, man. We should do. We should really do that. We Just should report 2023 on shootings re- around ballparks. Rewind where all the crazy shit that we did. That might actually be in the future here. I'll probably end up working on that as a passion project. Just well, a rewind of all the fucked up, strange, and unusuals of the year. Well, after all... <laughs> After all of the football talk commences, we will have a fair amount of nothing to talk about. True. So we will plug in some fun stuff and, and you know, give us uh, give us your input. We'd love to hear it. I would love to. Now, with that, we do have to bury this one. So yeah. the Dodgers are out here spending money, more money than the fucking government. Yeah. It's like they're just giving these Japanese players money as if they're fucking Ukraine oh, yeah. or Israel right now. Over a bill. Over Holy a bill now. Shit. Yoshinobu Yamamoto signs with the Dodgers, which we did mention. Also when a great the... sushi restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> Yoshinobu? 
Yeah, Yoshinobu. There you go. Um, he signs 12 years, 325. Over a billion co- combined between the two of them. When asked about the Otani thing, he said that obviously wasn't the only reason he signed with the Dodgers. Probably kind of high because they keep the same translator oh, and all that stuff. The, the same Japanese players that played on the same team together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Granted, this guy is nails. Absolutely nails. Has been amazing over in Japan. And you look at this contract and you say, yeah, but like. Is he worth it? He's never pitched in the MLB. Is he worth it? <laughs> they gave him $325 million. Is he worth Granted, it? Granted, New York's probably going to do that if the Dodgers don't. Like, you're going to miss out on the guy if you don't end up doing that. Uh, but 325, take- guy never pitched in the... Like, remember Daisuke Matsuzaka? Yeah. He was decent, and then he wasn't. Right. And they signed this guy for 10, 12 years? 10 years? 12 years, $325 million. And he's not bringing a gyro. You know, he's not doing that. He's just, he's really good. And if you look at all the statistics, they all seem to be good. There's a lot of comparisons between Japanese and MLB and how it's not that far off skill-wise. It's just quirky in Japan as to the the way they play the game. Yeah. how How they go about, you know, the overall it's not as analytic driven, I would say, as it's just like a bunch of the day. White Sox, right? Yeah, kind of. They play a lot of small ball in Japan. Mm-hmm. That's they what beat, the White Sox are now. Although <laughs> Japan, Japan did beat the U.S. in the World Baseball Fuck Classic. Yeah, they which, did. Fun fact: If you've been listening to this podcast long enough, you will know this guy. And this guy will be on our way to Japan for the 2026 World Baseball yeah. Classic. Better believe it. Bet on that. We're gonna be the biggest thing those people have ever fucking seen. <laughs> They might think we're Godzilla one and two over oh, here. Oh damn, Vinny, we might uh, we might leave Japan with a little wifey for you. That might be cool, right? Hopefully, she can speak English. That'd be tough. Maybe she doesn't want to hear me talk. This is a good idea. We'll we'll converse <laughs> about that. But there is a. I mean, the Dodgers are going to be good this year. That's oh, yeah. pretty obvious. Uh, they do get to keep a guy at the beginning of it. One cool little fact I learned: he's going to wear the number eighteen. Why eighteen? Eighteen is the number. For aces in oh, Japan. Okay. So previous to him, uh, Kenta, Kenta Maeda also wore 18. Um, a couple other guys as well wore Don to the 18. I think Kodai Senga, if I'm not. Is it, is it a good omen, potentially? Maybe it's like how we believe in this great state. Threes. Threes are a big deal. Um, threes are a big deal. I don't know if it's a good open omen or bad. They were speaking about it very, like. Was it risky? Very nicely, oh, um, okay. so okay. I think that's a. I think it's just a good thing. Well, I think Shohei it's something that seventeen, gift. right? So one off eighteen. Yeah, so maybe there's something with the team numbers out there in Japan. Could be. I think it's literally something that they give the person who's like the ace on the team. Twelfth um, Japanese-born player in Dodgers history. Fun wow. Fact. Maybe uh, maybe that's just a hot spot for him. You know. Yeah. Hey, who wouldn't want to live in California? I mean, come on, the weather there is truly terrific, right? Agreed. Or Japan. Well, either way, if you're in <laughs> California or you're in Japan, yep. this holiday season you should hydrate yourself, especially with all the family functions. You're probably binge drinking a little bit. You're probably working out. Maybe you're doing both. You should stay hydrated with our friends at Liquid IV. 
This portion of today's show is brought to you by Liquid IV. That's right, the hydration brand we've all come to know and love is with ya boys. It's festival, outdoor party, and adventure season, and proper hydration is essential. You don't want to miss out on the summertime activities while they're still here. Liquid IV will help you hydrate and stay in the game. I've been using Liquid IV for a few years, and I found a ton of uses for it. Uh, Going to sleep after a day-long soiree. This is the product that helps me rehydrate and recover. I brought them with me on hikes, long bike rides, vacations, and maybe most importantly, bachelor party weekends. The beauty of it all is that Liquid IV comes in a small, convenient package that you just add to a bottle of water and drink away. One stick of Liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the Taxi Squad podcast code. T-A-X-I-S-Q-U-A-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, no spaces, at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using the promo code Taxi Squad Podcast at liquidiv.com. The Bears make the playoffs. Oh, how do the Bears make the playoffs? Do they run the ball or do they pass the ball or does their quarterback do both and suck at the same time? Time will tell. How do the Bears make the playoffs? How do the Bears make the playoffs? NFL talk. NFL talk. How do the Bears make the playoffs? We are going to discuss it. And you just got a little song. And you just got a little song to do it. And that's the benefit of having a guitar next to me. So. Correct. And who would have known that our great friend Vince is quite the musician? Man, I made our theme song, which you'll hear next week. So yeah, be you, ready, Freddie. And you got a full-blown song, right? Now, with that being said, um, the Bears right now, playoff implications. Should the Bears survive Week 17? An NFL has a very interesting game on tap. Both Chicago and Green Bay will meet head-to-head in Week 18 Ayo. with a playoff berth on the line. Should Chicago win and finish the season 8-9, here's what would happen. That's the last week, so we got one week and then that, right? Right. So what do we need to happen? Chicago Bears win. Rams and Seattle Seahawks win or tie. Rams win or tie and Green Bay Packers win. Ram- Bears win, Rams win or tie, and Minnesota, Minnesota Vikings win. Bears win, Seahawks win, or tie in, Packers win. Bears win, Seahawks win, or tie in, Vikings win. This is all the ways that Bears make it. Bears playoff scenarios for 23. There you have it. God, my brain is so fucked from hearing oh, that. Oh, so many things need to happen. I have no, literally, this is one of those things where I'm like, win and control your destiny. You have no control over anybody else. Do I want them to make the playoffs and lose in the first round? Yeah. Because... But do you? Yeah. Because then Flus is staying. If I this know, team makes the playoffs, Flus is staying. That means that he can lead a team to the playoffs, <laughs> which is something that could be said about, I guess, Nagy too. <laughs> right? So th- then you come back oh. next season. As a playoff team. Okay. Here's a scenario. As a playoff team. You trade the first pick, somebody like the Giants or the Panthers yeah. or somebody comes up and gives Raiders, you. Raiders, give me Max Crosby. Right? I wouldn't even want Max Crosby. I want him in two firsts. 
Okay. Do you do that or do you take Caleb, move on from Justin? You trade Justin for what? If we make the playoffs, no. You keep your quarterback. You made the playoffs, dude. Yeah, we made the playoffs with Mitch. I know. Yeah, but, you know, get rid of Getsy. I mean, try he's, again. he's definitely better than Mitch. Yeah, for sure. What's Greg Roman doing right now? Is anybody? Because Greg Roman took fucking Lamar Jackson and made him a fucking superstar. Who's their OC now? Getsy. No, the uh, Ravens. Uh, I don't know, but I know uh, Greg Roman is not employed right now. As far as I know, Greg Roman. Let's see. Check on the Google bot. Greg Roman previously serves the OC. Nothing right He's now. unemployed. Bring me some Greg Roman. Get Greg Roman in here to get his hands on fields. and Anybody but do. Lou Gutsy, dude. Because all he's doing is putting him in compromising situations. But, yeah, and when they when they talk about it, it's like, oh, um, yeah, well, he needs to, you know, I try and challenge him to fit my offense. No. no, no, no. You need to challenge that yourself make to make sense. him fucking fit, bro. Make, he's trying to make the game harder on him. <laughs> what are you doing, dude? Yeah, well, the, the, all the things he does well, we're just going to throw that out the it's fucking so window. It's so ass backwards and so dumb. Bears are going to It's bears. like, hey, I know you're going to be an NFL quarterback, but also um, I'm going to need you to adjust everything you do to how I do things. Like, what the fuck has he done? What proof has he made? He made Aaron Rodgers an MVP? Bullshit. Aaron Rodgers made Aaron Rodgers an MVP. Right. Like, dumbass. Like, look at Nat Hackett. Th- that concept, right. That concept is so dumb. Natty Hackett. And the fact that he's saying that now when he knows his job is on the line more than literally anybody else, he is more likely to get fired than Matt Eberflus is right now. I hope oh, he, he needs does to be gone. Get rid of him. The fact that he said that is so ass backwards and so convoluted. Don't do that. I don't. Okay, first off, don't think the Bears are gonna make the playoffs. It's so impossible for them to do it. But that's good. We honestly should release that. (laughs) Um, But that being said, I don't think they're gonna make it. If they do, then it it brings up other questions. That would be a luck into a playoff spot situation. Um, But the fact that we can say that versus how September Bears were, September Bears might have been the worst team ever. Could have been one of the worst Bears we've seen Bears in a long time. Ever. Could Could have been the worst September team ever, dude. They were so bad. They were really fucking bad. Yeah, like... Well, they still give away games left and right. I thought they were going to give the Christmas game away. I'm not saying they're good. I thought they were going to give the Christmas game away. I was kind of hoping they do. Well... In a way, you want Fields to stay. In a way, you don't. It's it, Life is a Bears fan right now. You don't know what way you're going. Which is kind of day. where we're most comfortable. Yeah. Because it seems like we've been like that the last like 10 years or but so. But think of the pieces you could build, though. To your point, if you get two first-rounders, you're back to back. I mean, you could build a formidable – multiple first-round picks. But if it three, doesn't work out and then the story in the future is – the Bears had two first-round picks. They passed on both of them, and it still didn't fucking work out. That's crazy, dude. Well, the odds of young quarterbacks hitting in the NFL right now is so yeah. And also, I mean, look like at Trevor Lawrence. I mean, he's not killing. The, I mean, him and Fields right now look almost comparable. They're from the same place. They played each other every level of the way, mm-hmm. and now they're playing similar in the NFL. So who a thunk? Who the thunk? Um, I don't know if if Fields as a guy, and I know we've said this, and I've been really steadfast on the keep Caleb Williams on the Bears situation. This is the first week where I'm like, hey, man, obviously Luke Getz, he's a huge issue. The offense is always a huge issue. 
All the players are coming out saying they love him, which is what you hear all the time. But I truly do believe that that's the case right now. And if he's playing well and they luck into a playoff spot, I'm kind of just like, fuck. Like, I just hate his press conferences. He sounds like he's Fields? just. No. Fucking. Eberflus? Eberflus. It's brutal. Well, it's, I gave the guys a crossword the other day, and they finished it, and it said "go team" on it. Like it makes me want to die. It's like a, so it's like a, thir- like a, like a thirteen-year-old football program coach that's just like, I just wanted the guys to get along, so I had them a little pizza party. <laughs> I don't get it. It's you so know? hip hip hooray, dude. He's a little too hip hip hooray. He contradicts yeah. himself in his press conference. All the they time. Hear the man talk. He he talks out of both sides of his. Is ass. this the biggest too big for his britches situations that we've seen in a while? This is the most Bears thing it ever feels because like you know George is sitting in the room with everybody. I'm talking about George McCaskey, everyone. Yeah. And George is like, oh well, I really like that guy. Well, get his mom in there. He's he complimented my mustache. Get his mom in there. She deserves to be get there. Virginia in there. Yeah, she could probably speak Virginia still. and Vince. By the way, Vince is going to be. The sugar baby and Vince. I would love really give it to I'm her. Very good delicate. Here. <laughs> That's so fucked up. He's really gonna go. <laughs> that is so fucked what? up. What? I mean, Pam, what's her name? Did it? Uh, Anna Nicole with the old guy, the the oil mogul. You yeah. Do it she is one hundred, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Put the belly on her back, Vince. Do oh it. my do god! It. You should totally that do it. Horrendous. You should. Do I'll it. take one for the team. I for would. sure. Hey. But if you like marry Virginia and then become the next heir apparent to the Bears organization. Honestly, we're gonna, bro, I'm getting hired as GM. It's a lot of money, but we're, like we're gonna I we're don't gonna know. we're taking them to the ship, people. That's a lot of heat. Brother. We've done it in Madden <laughs> franchises. We could yeah, I did. Lot. I did a simulation through on Madden, and uh, we ended up really good. So see. Um, no, that's a lot of heat. I don't think I'd even want that. But I, I would take I, all. I would take, take the, the billions smoke. of dollars. That'd be sick. Take the smoke. Yeah, the billions would be absolutely sick. Yeah. Yeah. No. But in another world, maybe another time. Who knows? It could still happen. True. We'll start hanging around Hallis Hall. I you? tried to rizz her up on yeah, old a, people meet. Old people Facebook. Meet. Be the youngest get you some gray hair. Yeah. I I, I linked up with her. I linked up with her head. on the. Crying Chrysler's. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the oldest thing you can get on. Yeah. I don't know, dude. The fucking Vince over yeah. here on strange I sent her old a, lady encounters. Yeah, I sent her an email on uh, Yahoo or AOL. <laughs> okay. Um, You've got mail. On this beautiful program that we do, we have a nice little thing that we do every week. And it is it goes by the name of Skip It or Rip It. And this is no different. We're going to go through week 16. We're either going to skip or rip these games. And as you guys know, if you've been listening, even if we skip, we do end up ripping. So let's rip it. Starting off, Saints-Rams looks closer than it was. Yeah, looked a lot closer than it was. It was 27-7 I... to 7 going into the fourth quarter. I like to mind. Yeah, I, I, I think that the Rams are... A bona fide playoff team. Puka really Nakua is a dog. Have you yeah, thought, Mike, staff, yeah, whatever for a minute uh-huh. about possible playoff seedings and who the Rams could play in the playoffs? The Bears. No. No. Worse. Could. Thank who, who, who you. Same division as the Bears. The Packers? No. Same division as the Bears. Oh, the Lions. Stafford versus the Lions? Oh, man. That would be true manifest. That's horrible for Lions fans. That's horrible for Lions fans. First hey, but division win since since your birth. 92, when they won the Central Division. This is the first, this is the first time they've won the um, NFC North ever. They go in first time they face their esteemed best quarterback on their team ever. 
in the first round, Stafford versus Durant or the Lions. That's something I don't really wish on them um, because I am kind of a Lions supporter until they start playing well for too long and then it starts pissing me off and gets in our way. But well, I'm cool with it now because the Bears suck. Well, the Bears could still make the playoffs. True. Just sang a song about it. That's true. How can? Um, so, <laughs> uh, Derek Carr, 319, but kind of a fake 319. Again, because he scored 15 other points in the fourth. It did end up getting close. It became a one-score game, um, but it kind of became a one-score game when it was already out of reach. Yeah. So, you're kind of looking at a team where, again, the Saints suck. They're horrible to watch. Horrible. They're 7-8 and eight for some reason. But they're one of those teams that I don't want to watch. And then after watching the Buccaneers this week, I know for a fact I'd rather see the Bucs in the playoffs than the fucking Saints. Doesn't seem like that's going to happen for the Saints this year. A lot of good players on their team. A really old defense, and Derek Carr is just not it, man. Go back to Las Vegas. I, I think Carr, this is his last stop in the car. I mean, Maybe, what? but someone's going to give him an opportunity, man. I think... He Kellen Mond does, or Derek Carr? I'm still taking care just of Derek Carr. He just doesn't. Maybe he goes and becomes a backup somewhere, but he just doesn't have it anymore. Yeah, it's he rough. He can't stay healthy. When he does play, he has games where he looks like the second coming of Christ. And then he has games where he looks like he's the second coming of Trubisky. He should go so, to. He'd be New- great on the Steelers. True. I think he can actually He'd run that offense great. He'd be great on the Steelers. He'd be even good on comparatively the Comparatively to Kenny Pickett, I don't see a big difference. Yeah, no. So we might as well keep the guy on the rookie contract. Yeah, that's true. Maybe send him to New York and back up Rodgers. Roger goes down. You got another guy that can sling the ball. Maybe the Giants. Giants might be a good play for him. Could be. Get the old D ball on him. Yeah, most amount of money given to quarterbacks that can't score touchdowns. Yeah. Sick. I'm in. I'm so happy the DeVito uh, experiment's kind of over now. Me too. I'm tired of it. Like, he's a really, hey, shout out to the Italian guy. It was fun. It was fun. Make your money, kid. Life goes on. Um, Yeah, hey, listen. Rams are in contention. Sean McVay, I think we could crown that guy as one of the best coaches around. Yeah. So. Um, looking at the Bengals and the Steelers right now, uh, this game was, uh, in my eyes, eh. So, back to the point, we both took the Rams. Now, Vince and I were high on the Bengals. Shouldn't have been because this whole uh, Browning Jake experiment. Browning experiment, not good. Three INTs. Uh, didn't feel nice that whole time. He went to Higgins a lot again because he likes himself some T. Higgins. Mason Rudolph sighting again. Look good. Okay. Fine. Yeah. 17 27, 290 yards, two touchdowns, no turnovers. Yeah. We'll see if he can do that again. I doubt George it. George Pickens for the day, though. Four reception, 100 So, two this tutties. is my biggest gripe, dude. What's George your gripe? Pickens has been so annoying. He's a head case. And not even like that. I just had him on fantasy and I was in the semifinals last week. Yeah, you don't take you don't take that guy. And I didn't start well, I didn't think at the beginning of the season I was like this is good. Oh, you left him on your bench? Yeah. Woof. First play of the game. Oh man. Absolute laser. He ends up putting up 33. Amari Cooper's on the other end of my fucking demise. Amari Cooper puts up 45. He was my only chance. So, Amari Cooper screwed me twice last week and this is this is why fantasy just doesn't like – if you're winning, yeah. you're high of high, and I'll play forever. But when you lose consecutive years – And everybody loses except for one person. It takes away your fantasy soul, and then you finish the year, and then you're like, fuck this. I'm never doing it again. And then the following season comes around, you're like, I'll do it again. I'll put $500 down like, on four different yeah, leagues. It's like the girl <laughs> that you keep going back to. She hurts you. 
But then again, she makes you feel nice from the sweet you know, parts. She and likes to take up some of your you, time, and you yeah, get to chat with ting- her. She tingles you, you, you. She tickles you in funny places. Yeah, she tickles yeah. you in fun places when the time's right, and then when the time's not right, she just tears your heart out. Yeah, tears right your out. heart out. Um. So yeah, that's that. The Bengals not good. Not gonna make the playoffs. It is what it is. All right, we're on to Bills Chargers. If you notice a little break there, it's because we're in an interesting situation currently. This is the first time we've recorded when there's an actual game going on right now. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna when we end up talking about the Bronx and the Jets, they're already gonna be done with another game. So we're gonna have to put those kind of together on this. So you'll expect that to go, but that's not a that's not an issue right now because we're on the Bills Chargers. Do we skip our rip, bud? I could skip it. I'm just surprised that it was they, close. It was close. Yeah, I was too. Oh, the yeah, it got close at the end there, but honestly, the Bills are pretty fucking good, and we were writing them off too early, and it's they're back. Exciting. They're back. Commanders Jets. I could skip this. One I want to rip it. Call the Jets though. I want to rip it because this is now the time when the Sam Howell experiment seems to be over. Yeah. Jacoby Brissett has been announced as the Commanders' starting quarterback. He's back. So he's always going to show up. He's almost as common as Mason Rudolph at this point. Right, right. Um, Joey Brissett played reasonably well when he ended up coming in, taking out Sam Howell. The Jets are weird, man. The Jets are really weird. They play Trevor great Simeon. defense. Trevor Simeon. Starting right now also. Yeah, starting as we speak. It's not looking good, but to that point. They won I that mean, game. Is the enemy the head coach there next year? Biggest question. And the Jets? I... I have so much belief that he's going to he's going to coach for the Commanders given the fact that he took that job in the first place. Sure. That I think Ron Rivera is definitely 100% no doubt about it out this year with the new management and I think the enemy just takes his place. Yeah. I'd say you're correct. But I do I also don't think the Jets get rid of Sala. You can't because so, Rodgers loves him. He's coming back next year. Yeah. He's got Natty Hackett. He's got his guy. He's going to make him look good again. Then everybody's yep. going to sing his praises. And he'll get another head coaching job and suck. Yep. So it's going to be enemy and Salah, and then hopefully Roger stays healthy. Yeah. This is the classic White Sox move. Same thing as the White Sox is hopefully we stay healthy. You can draw a lot of parallels there. Um, But it's okay. So that right there, congrats, Sam Howell. Hopefully you get another chance and you take the bull by the horns. Lions Vikings. I'll rip this one. Me too. I'm interested in this. Yeah, Go ahead. This game was uh, closer than most thought. Nick Mullins, who to thunk it? Uh, when you throw four interceptions, yeah. you're not going to be. You throw the ball that. up and see what happens. Which well, Justin honestly, Jefferson can do that. That receiving core, sure. Fucking rip. If you're it, not going to start, there's not a lot like behind you. Like no one's going to sign Nick Mullins. To yeah. start for the team, if he's honestly the second most famous Nick Mullins, so it's who's, fun. The, who's the first most? The other guy's name he was in Come Town, you know, like podcast with Stav. <laughs> you ever seen that? No. Oh yeah, it was a huge, Town. huge podcast for a while. Yeah, and he's his name is Nick Mullins, I believe. Could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. But uh, the fact that he's also named Nick Mullins and he's the starting quarterback for the Vikings in a week. Um, Pause. Tough game for the Vikings. Don't think they're making the playoffs either. The NFC North is a sad pit. Besides Detroit, which first time that's ever happened. Um, I am excited to see how they play in the future. Jared Goff is clearly, clearly, clearly better in a dome. 
He does have issues with cold weather, so this is one of those win-every games so you control your destiny moving forward. Well, they're going to have home field advantage in the playoffs. Shout-out to Dan Campbell, yep. you know, getting that team there. I mean, Nick Mullins had a shot there at the end. They were driving, um, and he threw a pick to end the game. Yep. So you're not going to win many games once again if you throw four interceptions. That's that on that. Yeah, and now moving forward to the Browns and Texans. Taking so it. Vince and I both Rip took it. the Lions. Uh, now on this one, I took the Texans because I thought CJ Stroud would be back. He was not. Yep. And the Browns, you know, Joe Flacco, babe. Listen, it's brother. It's Flacco season. I love me some Joe Flacco. Ah. Currently, Joe Flacco is playing against the New York Jets, who mm-hmm. dropped his ass last year. And then they put him in a precarious situation, which did not work for Flacco. But now he's got... The freaking Browns defense. He's got Amari Cooper on the outside. Not today. I like to make that clear. He's not playing today. But outside of that, David Njoku is finally living up to his potential, yeah. which is insane. Everybody's been talking about that year after year. year He's after finally year. working out. Um, so I, dude, I love this story. I think it's super fun. Oh, I yeah. hope the Browns just run it. Like Joe Flacco's making a case that like. He came in late, so he's obviously not going to win it. But I, he could be the MVP because he's, he's going to be. M- he's I know. Player you know what I'm saying, though. Sure. You know what I'm saying, though. Like he is single-handedly turning around a team. Nothing I else mean, has changed except they bring in Flacco and he goes. As the organization, like the fact that you gave the fucking the 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 the, the towel guy so much money, yeah. guaranteed, and now yeah. Flacco comes off the couch. Right. He's fucking lighting it up out there. They're looking like the second coming of, you know, Joe Namath. Right. I mean, how you how you going to hate on it? Good You're for you, Joe Flacco. Good for you, Flacco. You got some fucking weapons. You got a defense. Also, Mark Cooper, dog, but ruined my week last oh, week. Yeah. So part no. of it, I'm like, fuck Vince, you. But. Vince is not liking that guy due to his fantasy implications. <sighs> but, but he's so good. He's so, so good. <laughs> he's so good. Um, next game, Packers, next game. Panthers. I don't care. Honestly, dude. The fact that it was almost not a Packers win is hilarious to me. Very much so. Um, yeah, the Packers aren't very good either. I wouldn't no. be surprised. I mean, they might make the playoffs. They're going to have to do a couple things to get there. Sure. Um, but I, even if they do, like, what are they going to do? Jordan Love is back on the maybe not train. Yeah, Jordan Love shows bursts of talent, but he's not it. Um, Seahawks, Titans. Close game. Dude. Close game. I mean, the Titans this... play tough, man. It. They're fun. Tannehill back. Tannehill's Tannehill. He had a Tannehill day. 18-26, 152, no touchdowns. No interceptions. Didn't get the ball away. Managed the game. Um, they almost ended up winning it. The Seattle Seahawks ended up scoring in the fourth to finish it off. Um, I don't know if the Seahawks are – they might be losing their shine a little bit. They had a lot of, like, gusto last year just because Geno Smith comes in, plays really well. He's still playing decently well. It's just kind of like it feels like it's not – it's becoming old news. Yeah. Which I, is not like an analytic I don't know how opinion. you pull – I don't know how you pull Drew Locke for for him. I, I mean, granted, they won the game. It was a little bit closer. He's getting some of the cobwebs off after yeah. being injured. I mean, still – Serviceable game, two touchdowns, two hundred twenty-seven yards. And he hasn't Walker. been bad this year. That's the thing; like, you no. can't really pull him if like he hasn't been bad this year. No, they're a potential playoff team, right? So how are you gonna hate on it? You really can't hate on it, right? 
Yeah, but it, either way, I mean, eight and seven, they only go so far. Oh, yeah. This next one I'm excited to talk about. Which uh, one's that? Colts Falcons. Oh, God. Hey, Heineke. What the fuck, man? Heineke, man. <laughs> We've been saying this. We've been screaming this from the mountaintop since, like, week three. Start that fucking guy. Why haven't they been starting Heineke? I, I guess they wanted to see what they had in Ritter, but obviously they don't have anything in Ritter. They say, let's let Bijan Robinson carry the ball more than three times and see what he does. Oh, amazing. Maybe throw the ball to him a couple times. Oh, seems like it kind of worked out, dude. Oh. Led the team in rushing and receiving this year, this week. So Kyle what Pitts. <laughs> Guess how many career touchdowns he has. How many? I have three. no idea. Three. He has three. Whopping three, one per season. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, if you take that guy in fantasy because they think he's going to be the next coming of something. I think wrong. Arthur Smith is cool. I think he's fun. I don't he, think he's a good coach. He's like the best guy ever at not utilizing the talent that he That's has. That's what I'm saying. Because he has a lot of it. Like I think Drake the, London, dog. I think the team likes him a lot, but I don't they think they... say they like him. But that's, but the know, method, right? But even so, it's like he seems like he's like a cool guy and a nice guy to have in the clubhouse, but the fact that he's just like making these obscene decisions to not give guys the ball, and maybe that was the Ritter advantage or disadvantage or whatever you want to call it, um, but even so, like, Bijan did get going in this game, but it wasn't like he was... Tyler Algier, man. He's the guy. For what reason? That's no the idea. issue. No idea. He just likes him. So, there's that on that. Uh, I think the Minshew mania thing is a little over. Um, he's fun. He's fun to watch every now and then. But also, the Colts are now in an interesting little spot in the AFC South. I gotta yeah, be honest. Yeah, Colts, Minshew ain't it. Richardson will come <laughs> Do back. Do they win the division middle. still? Potentially. They have a shot. I think they're probably it's most... It's a terrible division. They're probably most likely going to win the division. It's a horrible division. <laughs> they're 8-7. and seven, So are the Jags who are on a terror... Or, uh, sorry, rather the opposite, losing four four straight. Yeah, they're not looking um, good. And the Texans are still in there. So Yeah, the Texans, once Stroud comes CJ back... CJ back? CJ back, they're in. Ah, I think it might be possible. We'll I think it's a thousand percent possible. Now, uh, speaking of the Jags, yep. uh, Jags and Bucks had the battle for Florida, and yeah. I think Baker has a legitimate chance. He's starting next year, buddy. Of uh, not only that, but winning Comeback Player of the Year. I think so too. Literally, they wrote him off. Demar Hamlin. They wrote him off, and he's crushing life. Demar right Hamlin, dude. Dude. Come on. Now. They like going for the storyline. Storylines. Guy guy Baker, died on field. Guy came in for one special team. Bet on himself. I don't disagree with you. Playing his balls off. I'm with you. He he's, has amazing talent. He's and been he's utilizing. Playing so well recently. Yeah. The Bucks are clearly the team that everybody wants to go to the playoffs in the NFC South. It's almost definite they're going to do so right now. Oh, yeah. Knock on wood, obviously. Yeah. Um, but. Tomorrow Hamlin's going to win it. Ah, they love the story. They oh, like the stupid-ass yeah, yeah, little story. Yeah. But He almost died. That's maybe, why he's good. Maybe they also don't want to advertise dying on the field either. So yeah. There's, there's a toss-up. David Njoku right now, absolutely <laughs> He's so it. athletic and fast and good. I mean, he is just freakish on the field. 166 S- yards after catch over expected. Third most by a tight end in a season since 2018. That is a bullshit stat. See, this is what happens when you get the squirrel moments of the boys watching. A That's game a bull. <laughs> Can ADD. we say that? Uh, That's actually a good point because I see that shit all the time. ADD in full effect. Most by a tight end since 2019 or it's, 18. It's insane. That's five years. You got Jerome Ford running his face off. I mean, if they had Nick Chubb right now, they're yeah. so much better. It's insane. For sure. But just, 
I hate those. The next gen stats, all that stuff on ESPN. Shout out to if, Chris Collins. If it's That's the first time since, and there's a 2000, and then there's a Ooh. one or a two after it, then you're wrong. Wrong. I'm sorry. It uh, needs to be at least since 2009. All right. Let's go to the other side of Florida. Cowboys, Dolphins. I picked the Dolphins in this. You picked the Cowboys. It was, was kind a of a pick game. It was man. kind of a pick Two to 20. Game decided on a field goal. It ended up coming down to two points. It was a pick at the end of the day. Tony Pollard, I'm, man. He is not it. I am falling victim to hard knocks support. I've been watching the in-season hard knocks yeah. with the Dolphins. Yeah, it's difficult not I to because they love the Dolphins. Yeah, they, they, paint the narr- they paint the narrative, right? Oh, these, these guys are great. They love each other. They love Mike McDaniel. Yeah. They, they love, you know. But I will say Mike McDaniel, GOAT, because they honor Dan Marino. I know. And he was Fuck like. You, Dan, Fuck you, Dan. We're coming for your records, records Dan. <laughs> Fuck you and your records, Dan. Um, Tua, getting, Tua getting the quarterback room all golf simulators. Fun. Tyreek getting like the scooters or whatever the hell he got him. Fun. Um, obviously, like, you know, real life, like shit like this happening all over the NFL. They're fabricating it for the camera, whatever it may be. Um, Cowboys are very good. Cowboys are not the oh. best team in the NFC, obviously. Even a Joku fumble live. That's how it goes. Um, yeah, but either, either, either way, the Cowboys are kind of feeling like the Cowboys again. They'll probably get one more win on the season, maybe two. So 11 or 12 wins. Win the first round of playoffs, lose the second round of playoffs. That's what I've been saying all year. I didn't say 12 wins. 12 wins is a lot. That was an absolute hammer of a hit. Um, but anyway, I 12 wins is a lot for the Cowboys. They might win the division, but even so, it's just they don't have – I really don't feel like they have the juice to win the whole thing. No, they don't, don't have they all the horses right now to get it done. That ain't no yep. shit. CeeDee Lamb's pretty good at football. CeeDee Lamb's been very good at football for a very long time. He's a pretty good football player. He's very good. You know, it's just the running game. They miss, they miss a hammer. Yep. Imagine Derrick Henry on that team. They would be amazing. Yeah. Tony Pollard experiment. Everybody's like, finally get him in. Maybe he's he, better as a backup. He guy. needs it's not even a backup. He he just, just needs, needs to have guy. a hammer there, a change of pace. Where's guy. Deuce Vaughn? He's too little. Yeah, but he's kind of like a little energizer bunny, right? No, no, no. He ain't it. Yeah, he, he trust me. They, he needs a hammer in front of him <laughs> to get it done. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, okay. Bears. Bears Cardinals. Uh we talked a lot about the Bears to kick off the show. We gave you a yep. song. I, I don't know. You know, I, I think Fields looked like Fields. Herbert had a great game. Cole Komet reminds you that he's a stud. Yeah. Uh, Kyler Murray, I mean, played very well. I he thought. did. He was pretty good. He like watching good. it. Yeah. It's just. Bears defense is legit, man. Yeah. I, I, I think they can't tackle. I think Eddie Jackson refuses to tackle and get him out. You know, ever since he changed to number four, he's been ass. Yeah. That's absolutely true, and uh, I'd also like to make a statement that I think we're going to have to re-sign Jalen Johnson. Yeah, Jalen Johnson's so been playing his good, ass off. Dude. He's been playing his ass off. Like, yeah. quarterbacks against him, it's like some obnoxious rating that's like 20. Yeah. So, I, I think you have to re-sign him, and the press conferences can stop now. Um, Pats Broncos. Yes. Oh, man. What the fuck, man? They did. They they give you a taste, and I think they 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 saw enough of Russell. They're and the spicy, f- funniest team. Bailey Zappy season, full effect. Zeke Elliott looking like Zeke do, of old. Do you think this is nine receptions, thirty three yards, one touchdown? Do you think it's valid that Russell Wilson is getting benched overall? I think Sean Payton doesn't like. He's him. getting benched. Fun fact. I, I think Sean Payton fucking hates his guts. Yeah. And he's like, I'm done with you. I'm done with your fake kind bullshit. Yeah. And 
you know, Sean Payton's a no-nonsense type of coach. And I'm kind of done with Sean Payton, dude. No, I support Sean Payton. I he's think gonna he's build so something fucking annoying. I think he was yelling about with this team. And Russell he hates Wilson, the quarterback. 25 and 37, 238, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Where do you think you're getting better? They, they want to get rid of him. I they, get it, they, but he doesn't how? want him there anymore. So much money on the team. He took I the think team. There's a clause it. in the contract that if he gets benched at any portion of the year because yeah. you have to play a certain, there's deferred money there. Something like that, because that's so, the argument that's going on right now. It's it's a money decision. It's What's a business the decision. Option, dude. You got to go get a guy that he wants. You Who? Bring, that's I don't the know. thing. Maybe Derek Carr. Sean Payton's going to ride this out. because We were talking about Derek Carr. Maybe Derek Carr Yeah, bring him in. He's going to play better. Maybe he just jives with it. Who knows? Oh, okay. I, Look dude, at fucking Joe Flacco. I'm with you. Flacco. <laughs> I'm with you to a point, but also it's... Sean Payton works to a point. I think it works really well if you have Drew Brees. I think it's a very beneficial thing. I think he plays really well that way. Um, I think also if you don't have an absolute stalemate best ever quarterback and you're getting mad at everybody on the sidelines and doing the Sean Payton shit. Cause like you got to remember, he's been talking shit about everybody. And then when he does something that isn't like as savory as something else, then it's like, well, Sean Payton, Sean Payton. It's like, no, like fuck you. Listen, the guy won one super one, bowl Uno. and one. he's taken a pretty shitty team and he's brought him to seven and eight. And, you know, I think, once again, I just think he's done with the Russell. He's won one Super Bowl. And Russell goes somewhere else and maybe be successful. Aren't you happy the Bears didn't give up the house for him? Yeah. I'll say Dicka, oh Dicka went to New Orleans, and that worked out. So. Dicka gave up every draft pick for like a decade for Ricky Williams. Same idea. I don't know if Sean Payton in Denver is the same Sean Payton you're getting in New Orleans because he's going with oh. all this – I think superstar and shine that he didn't have in New Orleans until it's, they won. So. It's too soon to tell. We'll see. I think that I think he's being next, kind of a crybaby season, baby. Next season, you're going to see a change. So we'll see if he's right. Stidham season. I'm putting my money on the Denver Broncos sucking next season too, and then I him, think him gonna, freaking I, out. I think they're probably going to go nine and eight with Stidham. Let's see. Stidham serviceable. They did. Hey, Stidham two years in a row starting quarterback last two games. Look at us. Um, ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Raiders beat the Chiefs. Fucking love it, man. Even Weird, though we man. both didn't pick it. Awesome. Weird. Yeah, totally. Chiefs now 9-6 and six on the season. This is the worst they've been in the Mahomes era. Um, if you end up looking at the AFC West right now, the Broncos ended up sucking the last two weeks, so the Chiefs are still probably going to end up winning it. Uh, if they lose two and the Raiders win two, then the Raiders actually get that tiebreaker, which is funny. So... I mean, it's possible the Raiders are fun, but I think the Chiefs still end up taking this division. But that's got to be a feel good for the Raiders. Oh yeah, and, and I think you have to give Antonio Pierce a job next year. He's he's playing for a job. I mean, he's, he's coaching for his. He's job coached next. worse than Rich Passaccia, though. I know, and the, they got rid of his ass. Maybe who knows? Maybe uh, Gruden comes back, man. Nope. Maybe uh, he walks back in. He's like, "Fuck all you well, doing this to me. I'm going to prove it again." Dude. Here's an argument: they can't afford to put on another massive. No coach. Contract. So you just bring in Antonio so who loves the, the team, loves the guy. Black Air Forces. I love the culture. Keep the guy. I like it. I think Black Air Forces and the Raiders are the perfect thing because they're just smash mouth. He hits you in the face football. Yeah. All right. Two more games. Giants, Eagles. I could skip it. Tommy DeVito. I kind of. That's all I want to talk about. Tommy Cutlets is done. I'm kind of happy it's done. Um, it's going to make so much money for one this. One thing, event. though, he did end up doing that appearance at that 
uh, restaurant yeah. for free. He's so. a good dude. Also, the uh, Sean Stellato guy, not the guy that set that up. No. Oh. Different agent. He has multiple agents. Stellato's his media agent. Oh, so we, we had it wrong the whole time, and yep. these Italian guys are actually good. Welcome back to Rod Taylor. You always end up coming in at some point. Eagles go to 11-4, and four, and now we have, if I'm not mistaken, a tie at the top of the NFC East. We do, or no, Cowboys 10-5, and five, so Eagles still hold. All they need to do is outpace the Cowboys, and they win the division it's this still, year. They're a good team. They still look flat, it, though. I agree. It feels like what happened last year could happen again. Elijah Moore, you dog. What happened last year <laughs> could happen again. Yeah. And they might lose the number one seed. They might lose the division. We'll see how it goes, but at least they win. And I really, really, really thought they were going to lose it at the end. I thought they were going to give it away. And Me I know too. the day ball was pissed. You know, yeah. if day ball wants to quit over there and come in as a Bears OC. I think that would be epic. Take a year off. Get uh-uh. your hand on a young. Quit and come over as the Bears head coach. Like I asked for. Could be. Already. Yep. Well, I was saying they, that a long time They know time everything, ago. Vince. They know all the right things. Um, okay. Final game. Final game. Ravens 49ers. Let's Holy fucking go. Holy cats. Vince. Let's go. Might be on to something. I've liked the Ravens for a while. I thought they were, bless you, <laughs> I thought they were not. going to go. Oh, God. The Browns are so good. Um, I, I like the Ravens for a long time. I picked them to win the Super Bowl last year. Obviously, that was a wild call. Um, didn't end up happening. I do think I don't have any reason to not believe that the Baltimore Ravens will be in the Super Bowl. Super Bowl conspiracy logo issue. We're looking this at the Super, the Super Bowl situation. This, this might be, be it. Super Bowl. Maybe these two teams meet again because in the NFC, I don't know if another guy is going to out scheme. Yep. Um, I, I don't think many people are going to out scheme the young, great mind of a. Uh, his name is totally. Who, the O.C. of the Ravens? No, 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 Kyle Shanahan. There we go. There it is. (laughs) How many guys are going to out-scheme him X's and O's? Brock Purdy got a little exposed. He Um, did very much get exposed. Harbaugh's a defensive coach, and they had a game plan. They worked. Um, Um, One guy I want to talk about that I brought up two weeks ago. Lamar Jackson? No. Likely? No. Odell? I brought him up two weeks ago, and you were like, oh, you like, huh? Speed round. Oh, you like him. You like him because he went to Notre Dame. Odell. No. Kyle Hamilton. Oh, yeah. The guy's He's been a, a dog. He's a game changer. He's I so never discredited. He's a big dude. I've you never were, discredited. You were just like, whatever. We'll see. I'll go. Two interceptions this game against a team that. He was great. He was he very was wonderful good. wonderful at Notre Dame. So, and yeah. And I'm he, not going to hate on that He guy. fell down the draft a little bit. But he ends up coming in and making a huge impact Hell again yeah. this year yeah. against a guy that is in MVP talks, might not be anymore after four INTs in the game. Well, I mean, Lamar could truly be in MVP talks. This offense is rocking. This defense is a Ravens defense yeah. through and through. Oh, yeah. They're very good, and they're going to be really hard to knock off in the playoffs, especially with how weak the AFC looks right now. Yep. We'll see. I got Ravens winning the AFC and representing – the AFC in the Super Bowl. That Ain't is no about also it. what I have, and I should have picked them to win as well, in my yeah, opinion. It's all right. Well, we got some pickums ready. Are we Picks. ready? One's going on already. Week 17. So we'll be a little early. Our late, should we say? Week 17. I'm just going to put in Browns for both of us here. Yep. Browns are definitely going to beat the Jets, people. <laughs> if you're not watching this game right now. They're or smoking them. So. It's going to be. And if yeah. they don't, all-time bad beat on our All-time end, so. bad beat. All right. Next up, Lions-Cowboys. 
Ooh, um, dome game, Cowboys play a team that I think is going to be sneaky hard. Uh, give me the Lions. I think they're going on that. Lions aren't as uh, good as we thought they were. I think, or Cowboys aren't as good as we thought. I think the Cowboys are afraid of competing for the first seed, so I think they're also going to drop this. So I'm taking the Lions as well. Oh, yeah. Titans at Texans. Ooh. CJ return? I think the Texans win this game. I think they do too because the Texans have something to play for, and honestly, they need to win this game to keep winning the division. So. Okay. Falcons-Bears. I'm rolling with them. Bears. I've done the same thing the last three weeks, and it seems to be working out in our favor. I'm taking the Falcons because if the – Falcons win, then I get a win, and if they lose, then the Bears win. All right, Dolphins, win, win. Ravens. Uh, give me the Ravens. See, this is one of those funny little fickle games that could go either way. I, I'll i take the Dolphins just for fun. Let's just do Parody. it that way. Parody podcast. AFC championship game possibility. Potential. Saints, Bucks. Give me the Bucks. Yeah, fuck Baker the Saints. Season. I'm so sick of the stupid ass Saints. Baker season. Patriots Bills. A couple years ago, fun game. Uh, a couple years ago, this season they lost to to the Pats. Yeah. So I mean, this is always a close game. Take them still... again. See if it happens again. No, I still think the Bills. Give me yeah. the Bills. In Buffalo, fuck off. There's no way they're winning. Yeah, Cardinals they're... Eagles. Give me the Eagles. Me too. Sorry guys, there's not a lot of parity here, but you gotta take the Eagles. There, Panthers Jags. Give me the Jags. Yep, Panthers suck. And if they keep losing, we get a better – we'll get to stay at number one. Glies Raiders, touchdown. Colts. Give me the Raiders. I feel like the Colts really want this division. I think the Raiders yeah. use all their juice. I'm going to take the Colts here. Right. Rams, Giants. Give me the Rams. Yeah, the Giants suck. Um, 49ers, Commanders. Give me the fucking 49ers. Speed round. No way dun, dun, that dun. they are – Losing two. Steelers, Seahawks. Give me the Seahawks. Going to be a tough game. Yeah, I really don't believe in Mason Rudolph, especially two no, weeks in a row. No. And, they're, and they're playing in <laughs> Seattle. No right. shot. Bengals, Chiefs. Chiefs come back and win big. They have to win this week. Yeah. They have to win this week. thousand percent. Chargers, Broncos. Give me the Chargers just simply due to the fact that they played a really close game. And I think Easton Stick has got a big stick, and I think he's going to go out there and compete against Jared Stidham. Jared Stidham's kind of fun. I'll take them for some stupid reason. All right. I'm going with the Broncos. Packers, Vikings. Um, I am all in on this little experiment that they're going to be doing in Minnesota with uh, the quarterback from BYU. He's Mormon. He soaks, which could also mean he, he fucks. So I'm going with the kid from BYU. I think the Vikings win this game. I'll take them, too, because I hate the Packers. One thing to note, boom, we've done picks every single week this year. We are currently tied. 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 Tied, tied, tied. Um, tied, tied. So we have two more weeks. That's going to make it or break it. So honestly, all these decisions actually do matter. <laughs> we are tied. These decisions do matter. If you love the football picks, you should know that we do it every season of the Taxi Squad podcast. And I can't believe we have made it through three seasons Yeah, of this. Yep, season number three. Wow. Wow. Oh, we should make a reaction video about just going back on our takes and see how bad they are. We, we will do that one day. Just just to, A lot of it's just going to be audio, but yeah. just reaction videos. Yep. And I, I appreciate all of you people who have been with us from day one and knowing the migration of the podcast and now what is it? What has essentially become now we're on video. Yeah, we're growing. We got a lot of plans coming into the theme new song. year. 
The theme song is going to be an epic way to start the new year, yep. and we're going to have much more content to produce in 2024. So if you've been with us from day one, give us a shout-out. We'd love to hear from you, get your feedback. Also, no, we ain't skipping a beat. We will always be back next week. And with that, you're probably going to be with your friends. You're probably going to be with your family. We're probably just with them with the holidays, whether that was a good thing or a crazy thing. We don't know. But you got grandparents, and you got your parents, and you got people in your life that might enjoy a sports podcast, and you could take the time to listen to them as well. So with all that being said, have a very happy and safe Safe. New Year. 2024 is going to be a ride. Stick with us. We'll see you next year, people. Peace.